Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. You? And talk Who's about Mew? Joe and Laura. <laughs> Let's talk about Joe and Laura and sex. Guys, you've been waiting for it <laughs> since the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Since the beginning of the episode, it just started. Oh, I mean, just started. <laughs> I'm already nervous. Since the beginning of time. Since the beginning of time, I'm nervous because we're, we're. This is Joe Barlow. <laughs> this is Laura over there. Laura Lee Bishop here, and we are giddy. Mm, yeah, we're like little third graders who they're like, mm, okay, no, like sixth graders on the day when you had to watch that video when they split the boys and the girls up. Oh, I thought you were going to say and- split the something else. <laughs> I split the boys. What? No, I thought you were going to say they split the watermelon open and they all... Anyway. No, and they put put us into groups and they had little videos you'd watch and it was like, hey guys, you start wearing deodorant and bras and guess what? You're going to start bleeding out of your vagina and here's why. See, why didn't we get to hear about that? You got to hear about your thing, which was your balls are going to, you know, change and you're going to get hair down there but and you're going to start I mean, wetting yes. the bed with semen. That, I do remember that being yeah. confused. I think I may have, someone asked in our class, like, how do you know if it's urine or if it's semen? Oh, no. Well, I don't know if it was me. Indicators. It was either me or just someone I knew. But, mm-hmm. um, but that's like the kind of question you have. You don't know. You've never yeah. had a, right. uh, at that a age. A wet dream. You've never had a wet dream. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But you um, have beat the bed, but, I'm but sure. But don't you think if if I knew what was going on with the, whim, the girls in mm-hmm. my class that I would have more empathy and be more you know understanding? What I, think? I think they just, they only give you what you can handle, okay? That's and true. It would probably be overwhelming if yeah. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, all this shit's about to happen to you and listen to what's happening to them. <laughs> like They're fucking bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the girls would probably get really angry. They'd be like, wait. All oh, they have to deal with is like they occasionally get, yeah have an a orgasm boner. in yeah. the night yeah mm-hmm. it's great yeah you know so guys the birds and the bees oh the birds p's and v's okay and everything in between um, taints if you will are the birds mating with the bees in that expression or are they, um, are they separate or what I don't what know is that? we should look into that but that's for another time maybe the doctor will know yes today we have a doctor doctor Dr. Susan, Susan K. K okay and that's not like an initial no it's that's K-A-Y-E. her last name Y-E. yeah and she is a sexologist sexologist baby. Ooh, we're yeah. gonna learn what that means it sounds mm, it sounds sexy, <laughs> sounds sexy yeah. doesn't it I, uh, let's talk about sex baby okay. yeah. I know that you like it when I sing <laughs> Joe and Laura. Guys, stay tuned. We're going to take a little break. And, and when, when we, we come, come back, back, oh, we are in sync, guys, <laughs> for this sexy, sexy edition of Heavy Friending. Roll that music, <laughs> Laura. This is Heavy Friending. I'm friending you so hard. An alliance slowly forming like a boner. We are back, and now we are joined with Dr. 
Susan K. Hello, Susan. Thank you so much for being here. Or should we call you Dr. K? Susan's fine. Okay. I used to make even my mother call me doctor when I got my doctorate. I'm over it now. (laughs) Well, this is exciting because I didn't even know that you could necessarily get a doctorate in this, in your field of study. But tell us about how you became a sexologist and what that even is. So it started with just being totally interested in what bodies do. I, mm. I started doing, yeah, <laughs> yoga was my first intro. And I'm talking like in the early 80s. And so I, yeah, doing massage. I got massage training. And I landed in the office of psychotherapists, which was very innovative for the mid-80s. But it really resonated with me, this whole concept, and the very forward-thinking therapist that put me in their office to do hands-on in a psychotherapy setting, which, again, was very ahead of its time. We had therapists leave the office because I was there. Mm -hmm. Massage was just coming out of the massage parlor Mm -hmm. mentality, you know, and I I was working my way through school, and, of course, I got a lot of slack from my parents. Oh, we know why you have, you're driving around with your bed in your, on, in the back of your car, Mm -hmm. you know, like that kind of thing. So it was really at the early stages for just body work, let alone having a body work therapist in a therapeutic setting. Right. But what I saw in the uh, office of people struggling with living with themselves from the neck down. That is Joe. One hundred percent. It's a. It's a. Okay, we'll talk later. You don't know my body. <laughs> I've seen enough of it. I know it's a struggle for you and everyone else, really. But go ahead, doctor. Okay. Yes, Sorry. doctor, please. Yeah. Um, I forget where I was, but I would have people on the table that were struggling with their own gender identity. Mm-hmm. So I had tits and dicks on my table at the same time. Can I say that? Mm, sounds great. Ooh. Yeah. So we had, and I had cross-dressers who wanted to come in and be able to wear lingerie. Mm-hmm. And get, and it was all, this. none of this was sensual or sexual. It was it were in, under a therapeutic umbrella. Um, however, I did go and get trained to be a surrogate partner who was then called sex surrogate. And trained to... Can you explain what... So a surrogate partner. Yeah. So a surrogate is just what it says, substitute partner. So in the bedroom? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you would take them through 15 potential sessions of socialization, of basic touch, learning how to give, how to receive, how to um, go out and get a phone number from somebody they thought was attractive, I would send them out to buy lingerie. Like the shy and, well, they were late like virgins, basically. People that had struggled with maybe some sexual abuse, trauma, Mm -hmm. um, anything where they were cut off from the neck down and weren't dating, probably never been kissed, never been uh, with a woman. And it came out of Masters and Johnson out of the 60s. I don't know right. if your audience yeah. will know the name Masters and they Johnson. They will, but yeah. from Masters of Sex. <laughs> right. Well, they had a surrogate segment in there because that's mm-hmm. who uh, created 
this therapeutic process. And yes. I actually worked for Masters and Johnson. Oh, wow. I was out there in St. Louis. and That's cool. Yeah, I worked with clients for them. So I was doing that and the body work for the office, got myself through school, and through a villain, I graduated Villanova with a degree in human services, so I was going into social work, and the therapist who had me in his office, Dr. Bill Staten, uh, who's in his 80s now, Baptist minister sexologist, so it's really interesting practice to be <laughs> That would be part a great reality combination show. I don't hear about. Yeah, yeah he should yeah. start a podcast. Yeah. Oh, you should absolutely have them. I'm going to be with them next week at the, it's called Just Sex Conference. Mm -hmm. It's Baptist ministers and sex therapists. Oh, it's together pretty wild. In right? Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. It's at I the bar, yeah. at the hotel pool. <laughs> they wear their undergarments, but just I, from the waist up, <laughs> nothing from the waist oh, down. They could have lacy. Lacy stuff, on. right? There you yeah. go. I mean, that's probably what's really under those <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So with my doctorate, uh, again, start, continued to train massage therapists to do what I did in the office, but I also then trained surrogates. So that's my, my work today, Institute for Mind-Body Therapy. We train people to be surrogate partners, and we have women who work with men and women. We have men who work just with men. We have men that work just with women. We have um, a transsexual that does work for us. So we, we try and cover with diversity. Mm -hmm. So it's different from sex therapy. I mean, I do, um, I do a therapeutic process with clients, but I'm not there to to sit across the desk for two years and talk about them being virgins, mm -hmm. which is what sex therapists will do because mm -hmm. they don't know what else they can Are do with them. Are you listening, Joe? Go ahead. Just pay attention. <laughs> so um, my, my focus as a sexologist is what's going on in your body with you with you mm -hmm. and then you with other. So, so do you see these couples... In intimate scenarios, I mean, do you see them? Do you ever witness or watch or to to coach them through? I do not. Okay, but is I that have a thing people, that people that uh, that uh, I do it all the time? So I just don't know. Might do? Would they? Or is that a different thing? Yeah, not somebody with a degree. Yeah. If they're legit. Oh, okay. Now, so, I get it. But we have people. <laughs> yeah, I, you're not qualified. <laughs> I'm not legit. I think you should take that off your, I've got your it, LinkedIn page. I know a bunch page. of people who would disagree. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're supportive, but... Yeah, I'm very but supportive. But you're not helpful in the same way. No. There's lots of things you can call yourself. People are calling themselves all kinds of things That's today. True. That's true. Doing both neck up and neck down work, but... For those who want someone that really does have some training mm -hmm. in psychotherapy and development stages of life, which is what I'm really interested in, like what happened to you from zero to five, mm -hmm. and then what happened to you, was there religion on board, was where did you get your sex training, um, where was your... Um, First masturbation experience, like what was that? Joe, like? where was your first masturbation experience? Well, this this is a good 
question mm-hmm. because it leads to my question, mm-hmm. which is I think a lot of people are How probably to afraid. To, yeah. <laughs> what is How masturbation? To? Where does it start? <laughs> no, but like I think a lot of people are probably uncomfortable to answer maybe a direct question like that. Like Laura just gave us an example. So, I mean, how do you break through? Because it's not necessarily a subject that people are used to talking about, mm-hmm. especially to a person that they don't necessarily know that well. It's way easier to talk to somebody you don't know. Is it? Well, think I about think so, it. yeah. Think about it. There's, there's no... <laughs> I do. I, it's not comfortable for why. me to talk to anyone. I just feel that it's easier yeah. because I think people you know have these preconceived notions about you and they are going to see you again and you have to face them in other settings, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just even talking, you know, I don't really talk to my friends about a lot of these kind of things because it just... Mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to imagine those things with them. They don't really, really want to imagine them with me. And it just make, kind of makes things a little awkward later, I think. I feel like you talk about it to me all the time. I said with my friends. Okay. I don't know what part. <laughs> I don't act don't cool understand. in front of the doctor. Okay. You're very desperate to be my friend. <laughs> I've just led you to believe that. So I could tell you all of these weird things and then just back away. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm, I should have brought my notepad with Yeah, me. there's a lot of <laughs> stuff to unpack here for sure. Well, we were saying before we got on mic that it's kind of interesting that your clientele used to be, you know, people 48, you know, in that age range because things are maybe changing physically. But now you're saying a lot of people are more like Laura and my age, right? What right. Explain this transformation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I attribute it to the access of porn. You know, it's oh. on your phone. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. those folks that had to push themselves to go to the dances, to maybe ask a girl out, the shy ones, you know, the ones that weren't in the athletics, the, you know, those... Don't look I'm at me, say, Laura. She's sorry. looking at me, doctor. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. I really, really, no, we really got to get into him today. We do because he We're not getting needs into a lot me. of help. He, you do. And this is I a great help, opportunity. Well, I actually, I'm sure I need, I'm sure we could all use some help. Yeah. But um, anyway, so you were saying. the times are changing due to yes. porn. Yeah. So I think porn has something to do with it. And, you know, that we are more... Uh, Young people today are much more sexually liberated. Mm-hmm. I know in many ways we're still oppressed and suppressed, but there there is opportunity to be more liberated. And so they can get their needs met in mm-hmm. other ways. Mm-hmm. So the guy that used to force himself to talk to the girl or ask around, they can just go online now and pull up right. somebody to talk to. Right. Yeah. Well, I saw it was interesting that there was some article I saw that said, like, actually people our age and the younger generation are, like, having sex less. Have you seen this? I did. I did hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that because of, like you're saying, I mean, I could just stay at home with my With your computer in your hand. Yeah. yeah. And just... Right. And maybe that wasn't a, a thing before. But I also think, I would argue that it's so much easier to date people now, you know, because you can meet on... Five yeah, what do you think apps? about these mm-hmm. f- stupid fucking apps? Don't well, let her. Tame I you. think they're bad. I, that's what I think. I yeah. really do. I haven't heard anything good from them. Everything I hear is just so 
um, cold and you're so removed from everything and people are just boom, boom, on to next, on to next, on to Mm. next. They feel like they don't have to make anything work with anyone because they've got like a plethora of people to choose from right at their fingertips and it's just swipe, bye, 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 bye. Well, you know, there's extremes in everything and it's finding the middle. And because we are so much more sexually liberated on some level and that we have all this opportunity and devices you know mm-hmm. i see it every, that it's way over here now because we were over here not that long ago right and so it's where's the middle and i think we're just we're just trying to figure it out and when we're pushed one way or the other i think people then have if there's a freedom there we have more opportunity to evaluate and that's a good thing mm-hmm. because when we were when we're repressed you might act out and do things that are more harmful or not really what is you with you. It's really evaluating who you are and what you're seeking for yourself in an experience. Okay, so we've we've talked a little bit now about how it is for single people and how it's kind of changing for the 20-somethings now coming into your office. So uh, relating to me, I am just had my one-year anniversary what about newlywed people how much should people be having sex how much is normal what is healthy and how do you keep a healthy sex life and all that kind of stuff yeah i don't know you don't know yet (laughs) yeah because here's the thing i don't let anybody say what's normal Mm -hmm. and that's my book that's coming out oh early next year wait Um, really this is it's called that there's no normal it's called am i normal if Mm mm-hmm because that's what I hear in my office. And the answer is, there is no normal. Let's see what's natural mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Because we so get crammed into the normal box, which changes daily, practically. Mm-hmm. And how do you keep up? And how do you know? And am I, you know, am I normal if I do this? Am I normal if I don't do that? And so when you ask me, I'll address your question. When you say, what's the normal amount of sex? Or, mm-hmm. you know, what's natural? Or what can you... That's the largest sex organ for a couple is your communication. Oh, that's it right there. That's an aha moment. It could be small though too. If you don't communicate, if you yeah. Don't communicate, yeah, it's your. Tiniest. They've got a small one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's talking about what are your needs, wants, and desires. Mm-hmm. What are your partner's needs, wants, and desires, and can you communicate that, and negotiate it? And that's what I want. Kind of like if you let me put this there, then I can stick a thing in there. And now Should we're it a be compromise. a barter system, do you think? Yeah, barter <laughs> sounds like somebody's... Yeah. Compromise. Losing. I okay. don't know about okay. that word. But it's, it's but you, opening but you, up But that the door. idea of like, you do this, I do this? Well, so that- if somebody... So what if your partner says... I have to tell you something. I really like to dress up in your underwear when you're gone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and you go, well, that's unacceptable. I'm leaving. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's oh. one. And so then he says, all right, no, never mind. I'll give it up. Which mm-hmm. they really just stash it so that when you're gone. Right. You know, so it's these these things that so we do. So a good do. compromise would be, please don't wear my underwear because it stretches them out. But we could get you your own. Let's go get yours. Right. right. Or I can I can do this with you one 
one night a month or something. Right. You know, we can design it all around what you need. Right. And then we get one night a month that's designed around mm-hmm. maybe some things that, that I need. So it's learning the give and receive. We're not good at knowing what the definitions of giving and receiving are inside of relationship. The guys are trained that give, 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 give her orgasm, you're responsible for her, having a good time. And the girls are like just receiving. Pillow princess, In the sense that, that yeah, in the sense that, well. I'm a queen, though. You know, I don't want. queen. Okay. Yeah, I can't imagine you being quiet. But. I can't imagine it <laughs> in any context. Yeah. But it's really what happens and when we get married, then that thing where we can't, we were talking about earlier, it's easier to talk to a stranger than somebody that I have emotional investment mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. And when you're married, that investment now just up the ante. Mm-hmm. So how do I bring this forth that, you know, I've discovered, I really don't like the way you jam me with two fingers. Yeah. Well, Put a whole fist our, in there, you know? Yeah, well, all right. But it's, uh, then he, you, he'd be like, well, it was all right for two years. Well, I just didn't speak up about it. Right. And we, we don't. We get through it. So in learning to give to receive and learning that receiving is something that is, it's mutual. Like, how do we both learn to receive without feeling we have to give back. Mm-hmm. And it's all about communication. Yeah. This was interesting because you you pegged Laura. You're like, oh, I could see you being this X way. You know, I see you being vocal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you think you have insight? Like when someone comes into your office, can you already kind of like gauge like, oh, this is what I think. Like Joe walks in, you say, yeah, I don't yeah. know, three inches. <laughs> Fully erect. And <laughs> is that how people start sessions? That's how I start when I evaluate people. So I just assume she yeah. did the same. <laughs> now, I did before I had my degree. But when I got my degree, they <laughs> ruined stopped. me. Yeah. I have to do all this other fancy yeah. tap dancing now. <laughs> well, it goes back to, because I didn't feel we answered your question, Joe, mm-hmm. about the uh, how do you talk to somebody about masturbation? Mm-hmm. Well, that was not yeah, my see, question. See, he wants yeah. to know, though, no, so let's I, help him. Well, so it'll tie in. Okay, yeah, okay so good. it's okay whether you want to know or not. No, I do. I, so I have to I'll tell say you. no, but then if you tell me, I'll be like, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't really want to know about it. Yeah, so um, it's really incredible, and I feel very honored that people trust me with their information. And mm-hmm. I, do, I do intakes over the phone. Some of them I see, some of them I don't. If they want a more personal interaction, I can do Skype or Zoom or, you know, FaceTime. And so I have five questions, and it's the five pieces that are covered in my book. Is The first thing is, what? tell me about zero to five. We don't have cognition till like five, six years old. You're not going to think, oh, mom and dad are fighting just because they're upset with each other. Kids are feeling insecure. Mom and dad going to get a divorce. Am I going to be left alone? Or, you know, did I do something wrong? I should have been, you know, these are the things I'm looking for. What was your sensuality experience from zero to five with your senses? How did you feel? What did you see? What did you hear? What did you smell? What was life like? So then the um, religion, I wonder if religion's on board and what, did, what impact was that? 
your sex messages? Did mom and dad sit you down? Or was it from a trauma experience, like one of the mm-hmm. priests down the street? Mm-hmm. You know, what was your first introduction to this thing? Um, HBO, Skinamax. <sighs> For me. See, everybody knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way too close. I would turn the TV on and sit like two inches from it with the volume down all the way. Sometimes I'd show penis late night on like real sex. Was this mm. scrambled or was it, did you pay no, for well, we, premium? No, they had premium, but had my premium. parents would be asleep and gotcha. I would go and turn it on and watch it when I was little. So yeah. I knew what sex was before all my friends. I would tell them, first the man takes his head and puts it down on the lady's crotch and then the man <laughs> then the woman does the same thing. I mean, I knew all mm-hmm. these crazy things just from HBO. This this yeah. does make a lot of sense. It does. And yeah. it was probably uh yeah, I would say in the 0 to 5 range. So, mm. wow. a bad time to know those things. Really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a bad time, but it was your well, time. Well, it was my time. It yeah. was your time. And it's uh, I, I to do an intake with you, I would look for the thread mm-hmm. that runs through your relationships, where you are with your own body, where you are with your sensual sexual life, mm-hmm. and see where that thread has followed you, mm-hmm. the the good and the bad of it, yeah. or you know what serves you and what doesn't serve you. Right. What about you, Joe? Mm. What? How did what you learn about the birds and the bees? I don't recall, and- honestly. First, where you first started hearing about sex, or this, yeah, I, 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 it wasn't like a, um, it was maybe I blocked it out or something, but I, I don't really have a strong like. Ooh. I don't even remember sex ed that much. We had abstinence only at my school. Mm. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, I don't like because I know everyone's like, oh, I remember the banana and the the oh, condom thing. That, I, yeah. I don't know if that happened or didn't happen. It just doesn't. I remember like labeling parts on a overhead projector or something, <laughs> but I don't remember really ever learning too much about it. And I just he still know has a lot of questions just, and just, so you can explain so a lot. yeah and like what and so and again, we all what know is, this, and but we're what still wondering is what is sex? masturbation. He still wants to know that no, no, and no. we haven't. Yeah. So I'm sure that you could remember something, Joe. Come on. Give us just a taste. I I'll think while we're talking, okay. but I really I don't I, I'm being very honest. Take the pillow I, off because of actually, your lap. I had this thought occurred to me the other day. I was like, I don't remember, you know, my parents sitting me down, or I, I don't really recall. Not to say it didn't happen. I just don't know oh, if it my did whole or life, did my not. mom was always very we 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 said vagina, penis, mm. like if anyone ever touches your vagina or touches you. And my, my mother was very. She always talked to us about everything. So our whole lives, it was like mm. if there was a subject, it would be discussed and it would be discussed a lot even though i kept saying i've seen it on hbo i don't know what you're trying to tell me about i already know about that <laughs> did you tell her that i i remember being at the age where the parents were doing the talk to the kids and my mom trying to talk to me and i was like mom i already know what all this stuff is and she was like why and i said well you have hbo so i mean mm-hmm. that was my teacher and a masterful teacher at that a masterful teacher. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey. Hi. You, you order a pizza? Yeah. And I need you to come inside and open it up. Rumor has it this is supposed to have extra sausage. Ooh. 
big juicy sausage. Open that box and let me see that salty pizza. Okay. That pie, if you will. (laughs) Take a gander at this bad boy. Mm, And I'm a bad girl. Okay, uh... That's $38. Oh, I don't have money for a tip. Sorry, can you please leave though now? Well, how about I leave you a tip? Oh, tell me. Is it about a podcast that you listen to? Yeah. And my peen peen. What's the name of the podcast? Is it Heavy Friending? Yeah, and I recommend... This is the tip part. Cool. (laughs) I recommend you visit... Their Patreon page. Oh, I've heard of this. Patreon.com slash heavy friending. Oh, yeah. We have, we have something in common. We do. Aside from your that juicy sausage we both love so much. It is succulent. Because you love putting sausage in your mouth, right? It is one of my top two flavor uh, toppings. <laughs> flavor toppings. I love flavor toppings. So... Tell me Almost again what happens on Patreon. I love <laughs> heavy friending. Um, and Patreon, um, the patrons come and they come all over that page. No. And they come and give money to that podcast and help support you're amazing con- you're confusing. content. So wait, can I just do any amount of money I want? You can do any amount you want. You can do all the amounts. Because I want to impress those two hosts. So I'm going to give them a lot of money. Yeah, you can give them a lot of stuff. You just come on that page. Stop. And give them all that stuff. You give it to them monthly. (laughs) (laughs) Some say that's all you need. (laughs) (laughs) It's all they need. Just a monthly pledge of your reward. Oh, it's so Big or small. That's the however, beauty. Yeah, Any however, yeah. Any size is appreciated. <laughs> they don't judge the size. No. They just want it. They just, you know? they just want desperate. it. <laughs> They're open to They're it. They're sad and desperate. So go to patreon.com slash heavy friending and just come all okay. over that. I gotta page. go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm here today with a young heterosexual couple who has come in with some questions about how do we keep our relationship fresh and new and exciting? Like we're we're just newly married mm-hmm. and we see what happens oh when people go down this marriage road mm-hmm. and we don't want to end up like that. So yeah. um, they've taken proactive um, steps mm-hmm. to pick up the phone, and they found themselves here in my office today. So uh, I'm curious, though, to still hear your words. Like, how did you come to be here, and what would you say would be your goals? Hmm. Gloria, would you? Um, sure, Schmo. Um, I would. I I just want to kind of break down some walls. I just feel like there are a lot of walls mm. between us that um, he's not very open all the time with me. Mm -hmm. And um, that makes me feel isolated a little bit. 
So when you say walls, so do you feel that he's built the wall and you feel on your side, or do you feel that the wall's been built by both of you because of your feelings also of not being included mm, enough? That's a good point, because I think that that's maybe part of it, that the more I want to be on the other side of the wall with him, the more he wants that wall to go up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Greece. then that has you... No, I was just saying yes. No, I was just accepting it. If you okay. could please not oh. talk because I'm talking <laughs> sure, to her sure. right now. No, Thank sorry. you. Empower yourself with silence, please. I just want... I just... I would like to talk more about our feelings. I would like to maybe, you know, in in, in, in an intimate way. Like, I don't know why we can't spoon. You know, I always just want to spoon when we're falling asleep. And he always just wants to be on the other side of the bed. He says, I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm hot. Mm-hmm. You I know. get hot. Yeah, I run always hot. hot. Yeah, he says. Excuse me. I just I wanted to interject, and that's I, I get hot. I'm hot now. You know, this topic makes me hot. Thank you for sharing. Okay, I'm no. Sorry, <laughs> just, I felt it needed to be said by he me. Is, see, he's well, always. I appreciate Schmo. it yeah. because you are yeah. backing. Well, me now up. I feel like a wall is being built up for me. Oh, too. okay. Sorry. I think we should build a wall together. <laughs> build that wall. Build that Schmo. wall. Be careful. I'm just saying we could. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So we'll let that sit. Okay. But I think I have mm. some ideas. Okay. Okay. Schmo. <laughs> you know, thank you for now turning to me. <laughs> my my problem is I think I, I'm just trying to no, give. No, I'm going to stop oh, yeah. you. And, mm-hmm. and I need you to know that I interrupt mm-hmm. Good. Because yeah. I, I know what I need, and so in order for time frame, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to cut through. I like this. So when you're going down a road that's not serving us, Great. I'm going to cut you off. Let's do it. I love that. Okay. So just why do you think, why are you here today? Well, I- And what's your goals? We're, we're newlyweds. So we're, and I'm feeling that bubble still inside of me. But it is like, you know, we popped the champagne bottle and it was real fizzy, sprayed everywhere. And there's still bubbles in the bottle, but it's a little flatter. You know what I'm saying? I want, I don't know how to recreate that foaming action that we had when we first, Mm -hmm. you know, got together. Okay, so what would be your goal? Just more foam. It's a cold, refreshing experience every time. Okay, so tell me what the what foam means to you because that's a visual I can't really. I'm getting a good visual on it. Well, it's hard I'm seeing okay. kind of like. Excuse a you. Ex- explosion this is my sort, yeah. Doctor. I think this is my time. Yes, <laughs> Gloria. I was trying to back you up. Shmo. Well, that's and it's well, good. Well, and I like that. It's good for you to have a voice too. But so. I need a voice too. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So I, you know, I'm not clear on what phone yes. means. Yes, I, I to think you. the hard thing for me is it's it's hard to Could I verbalize. interrupt you again. Yeah. So when you say I think, it's like you're not really sure. Uh, yes. Like you're being kind of waffly about it. That's so, exactly right because I don't know. I just know it's more of a feeling. And I'm afraid the feeling's feel. going away. Then say, I feel. I feel that I think the feeling <laughs> is going away. And I want foam. 
He wants to spray. Tell me what foam. But how do you, oh, I guess it's excitement. Foam means okay. excitement. I, I don't feel the excitement. Okay, now just sit with that for a minute. It's not different than saying, I think I want it foamy. You're right. You know, can you get the can you get that that lands differently in mm-hmm. like maybe your heart and maybe your dick? Not sure, but it lands. Well, that's she can answer that question. No, mm-hmm. I'm asking well, you. I'm afraid right to say why. It's it's not a lot of foam. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, I have a little <laughs> bit of an idea because we've got excitement. Now, but now I'm, we're talking. I'm still about... not sure what excitement means. Yeah, it, it's but, um. It's just joy. What's missing joy. for you? Like, to what me, would be a missing? I just I do get hot, and I and I then I then he I pull hot. away. He so does it's get like, hot. You know, we're done, and then I'm like, I please don't touch me because it's too hot. Mm-hmm. He's so physically just hot. Physically hot. Sweating a lot. Even if I'm not doing anything, I'm just sitting around. It's mm-hmm. wet everywhere. Mm. So air conditioners, fans, something you could do. Go okay, take a shower. That's a good, well, that's go a take good a shower. Idea. We could take a shower together. Go take a shower. Okay. Okay. I've never been into that. Taking a shower? With another person. Well, you don't have to do it together. Yeah. Because then it's like, I'm out of the water, you're in the water. I mean, now I'm cold and I'm hot and I'm cold. It's, it's. Yes. All over the place. Okay. So this slippery, is slippery. It's a it's a dangerous. All right. So so do we have kind of an understanding or agreement here what we're looking at? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's the hot It's the hot. It's, it's really that. we're going to look at the hot, hot issue for you. <laughs> yeah. And we're looking at that you want to be closer and right. you feel that this issue has mm-hmm. built And frankly the wall. sometimes I'm cold, you know, and so I want to yeah. get some of his warmth. Too like I put the spooning that heat. I want. Yeah. I want to be close because I'm kind of trying also to get warm. So really, I guess it's we're coming down a lot to body temperatures here. Yeah, well, temperature mm. issues with couples is huge. Oh, you just know you're in a big boat. Oh, now, not wow. in the exact way you're explaining it. Okay, yeah. but wow. temperature issues in the house, in the car, mm-hmm. you know, in the bed, whatever. Right. You know, it can really tear people apart because like I can't live with them because he has to have the house too cold mm-hmm. oh right so so just know that that you're not alone in okay. your in your question about is there a middle road mm-hmm. is my answer my answer is is there you know to look at where's the middle road right okay so you set a timer to snuggle mm, a snuggle so timer. like you say I need five minutes. Mm-hmm. So you set a timer, and that's all you do is snuggle. Okay. And when the timer goes off, then you can say, well, I could go get a shower, and we could have another five minutes. Or, you know, like just start to look at what do you need. Do you, want, do you need to go stand out on the deck for a minute? Do you need to have the fan on? Take a look at what can you do within a time frame. Setting the timer and having time frames saves relationships. That's a great tip. That's genius. Doctor. And I think this was a great session. That was. I just feel a lot closer now to you. My timer is about to go off. My timer is about to session. go off too. You okay. know what I'm saying? It's Doctor. counting down. <laughs> and scene. Excellent. Wow. That actually was really interesting was. because I'm sure that happens a lot where people sort of approach with different 
ways. So you're sort of mediating, but it it wasn't even necessarily like a sexual quote unquote problem. But right? you were but great it was, at pulling out an answer, you know. Yeah. Especially, but it's all connected, right? I mean, the emotional side of things, the physical side of things. So it is really about like, let's open up the communication. What's she saying? What's I'm saying, right? What she's saying and what you're hearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a you wanted me to throw out some tips. So yes, the communication game called the three minute game. So we have the three minute communication game, verbal game, and we have the three minute physical games that we teach so again the timer so in the communication game like we would set the timer and so you get to pick a topic so we're just going to say this is your topic okay Mm -hmm. um so you say i want to talk for three minutes about this issue about Mm -hmm. snuggle and hotness Mm -hmm. so for three minutes you get to say what is going on for you Mm -hmm. about it what the wall, the missings, mm-hmm. the desire that you have. The timer goes off. You reset the timer. And for three minutes, you say back what you heard her say. Ooh. Okay. That's not what it's I like was thinking it would telephone. be. like telephone. That's good. Mature telephone. That's really good. And so in that process, we're learning that maybe there's a, a disconnect between what's being said and what's, or hopefully I'll absorb it better. You're getting to learn how to listen. Mm-hmm. We think communication is about talking. It's about listening. So you get back what you heard her say, and she'll go, that wasn't quite it. So you get another three minutes until it lands. Mm-hmm. And we also put structures in. People okay, could really take advantage of that, I think. I wasn't quite right. It's a filibuster. I'm going to put another three on the clock. <laughs> but you only do it maybe three times. Right. Because you don't want frustration. You're not there till midnight. Yeah. Right? That would, yeah. And you say, okay, we're going to do it three times. If we don't get it, we'll pick it up next Tuesday when we have our talk time. Mm-hmm. So you build, build in real structure to your communication and your time together. That doesn't just mean, oh, we're going to set the clock and, and have sex for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It, this is building well, he wouldn't your, make it 10 minutes. I mean, that's quite a feat for him. Well, that's another session. Yeah. So The recovery time is <laughs> 20. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's a, it's a two-minute burst with yeah. about a three-hour refraction yeah. sort of period. Hmm. Hot, gotta, a hot refraction. Ugh, so hot. You should always start hot. with stretching. You agree with this, right? You always start with a good stretch. Always? I don't know about You got to. I mean, you're <laughs> going to hurt you? yourself in there. Who's you? I'm just saying. So <laughs> that's, is, uh, here's another one of my pet peeves. I mean, you're hitting them all tonight. So He d- will do that, <laughs> let I, me tell I, you. I get it. So when she you say it. you, you're deflecting <laughs> out there like it's me or somebody. Saying, it's you, no, buddy. I think there's a lot of physical therapists out there who would say stretch before every physical activity. Well, I'm, maybe you should interview them, but for right now, what yeah. kind of sex when are you having? <laughs> I, it's a very aggressive. What <laughs> <laughs> <Water> wrist, <laughs> forearm? <laughs> I always so, yeah, he's always doing a little arm. I thing. have tennis elbow a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that could be back to our other topic we right. were talking yeah, about. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> so he does know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's one subject. See, it always comes out. You know, they come in here. The with truth their, comes out. I, I am. I am getting looser. The mm-hmm. more the more I talk to you, but That's I do good. think it would take me, you know, at least a session to 
to warm up mm-hmm. to the idea of, oh, I have to discuss this. Right. And verbalize it because I'm you're not necessarily used to how to phrase things and you're you're good at pulling out like, oh well what exactly do you mean by foamy? Yeah. Because I'm sure that's a common phrase people use, but one you know, I might say foamy. I might (laughs) say foamy, she (laughs) might say foamy, and we might mean two different things. That's true. So you're getting it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for all your help today because I think we're growing in many ways. <laughs> I just redeemed myself off of my earlier stuff. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with oh, us today. It was, it was really yes. fun. And my final yeah. question is what do you think about these robots that they're building mm. yeah. for sexual purposes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's another way to separate us out from mm-hmm. our emotional connection mm-hmm. to ourself and to others. It's sad. It, it makes us sad in the field to see that this can then even more separate us and give us more permission to not really have emotional mm-hmm. connection. Listeners, you've heard it here first. Dr. Susan K. warns. Beware of robots. I And I'd, I've been saying this for a long time, too. Yeah. And so thank you so much for being here. I think we learned a lot. I think Joe's yes. probably going to, when you leave, maybe get in touch with himself. And I'm real happy about that. And I encourage you, Joe, thank to you. explore well, we, yourself. We encourage everyone listening to this. Yes. Take some time and check in. Check in. With yourself and uh, the, the, the ones you love. And yeah. and maybe do a three minute uh, exercise. Yeah, and warm up always, as Joe said. I before. advocate for it. This isn't what the doctor necessarily ordered, but I'd say stretch out, loosen up, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And know Have your body. <laughs> we'll see you next week. What? So, what kind of stretches are you doing? I don't do them. I'm just saying just I like, advocate. Are for you people stretching to stretch. your own your your dick? Do you like give that a stretch? No, that could that could hurt ultimately. That Doesn't could it hurt. stretch though? On it, isn't yeah. it stretching really? Yeah. Yeah. All right, right, are we gonna do my show here or are we doing your show? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>